Peace Misfits. For this week's guided meditation, I would like for us to focus on the seventh chakra, also known as your crown chakra, which in Sanskrit is Sahasrara. The seventh chakra isn't connected to your physical being as the other chakras are. Your Sahasrara hovers just over your head and its color is violet. It is said that the crown chakra is what connects our physical and spiritual beings. Through our Sahasrara, we obtain true enlightenment. Our deep connection and compassion for all life and the source of our wisdom can be found here. Through our crown, we're aware of what exists within our subconscious and in turn, are far more capable of doing the healing work that needs to be done on ourselves. Now, when your Sahasrara is too open or overactive, you'll find it hard to be grounded. You'll be very scatterbrained. Ideas, thoughts, things of that nature will kind of run rampant in your mind. They'll have no true destination. You may also suffer from somewhat of an overinflated ego or god complex, seeing yourself as better than or superior to others. When this chakra is closed or underactive, you will feel as though you lack purpose in life. A closed chakra is an easy gateway to depression as well. You will disconnect from many of your beliefs, find reasons to blame everyone else for your problems and never yourself. You'll find your balance off and will often come off as clumsy, and new ideas will be hard for you to grasp. Now, in doing the work and finding your balance, when your crown chakra is balanced, you'll be more aware of who you are on a spiritual level. You'll also reach a new level of selflessness and feel more connected to the world community. It will be less about you and more about the collective of humanity in everything that you think, say, and do. Now, something that you can use for your healing would be crystals. And in balancing this particular chakra, the gems that you'll look for are amethyst, obsidian, blue sapphire, and clear and spirit quartz. That's just to name a few. Also, you can use singing bowls, which can also connect us to the very last thing that I would share with you to help to get balanced. And that is chanting, specifically using the sound of OM, which we're going to do right now. I'd like for you to imagine your crown chakra as a violet ball of light right hovering above the top of your head. With these ohms, we seek to make this light brighter. So imagine that with each inhale and exhale of your ohm. We're not looking for it to shine too bright because remember, we're looking for balance, not to be overactive. A nice, consistently warm glow. So as we prepare for this, I'd like for you to do this for me first. I'd like for you to smile. Now, I know it may seem awkward to some of you, but just do this for me. Follow along. As you smile, notice how wide your mouth is. From that smile, I'd like for you to open your mouth wide. Uh, here is where we're going to begin. This is how wide your mouth should be when starting your ohm, because your ohm should be ow, not oh, ow. Okay, so here we go together. Do a deep inhale for me. Beautiful. Awesome job, everyone. 
Okay, misfits, here we go again. Inhale deeply. And exhale. Um. Beautiful. One last time. Let's connect deeply to our crown chakra. Seek that enlightenment. Seek a better self. Seek joy. Inhale deeply. And exhale. Um. Beautiful. <laughs> I hope this helped. Now, with that being said, let's get healed. Welcome to the healing space. I am Sensei Raven Akundayo. And I am Brandon Harris Williams. Yes, Gemini season. Uh, still, come on, let Listen. them know. <laughs> <laughs> ow, ow. Not you twerking. Bow, bow, bow. Get it, 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 get it. Hey, 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 hey. Okay. Hey, okay. Hey, hey, <laughs> we have a show to do. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. and I season. Twerk, 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 not me. I'm going to shut my ass up you next time. It. It's fine. It's going to still be Gemini season next time. Okay. And the next time. Okay. I think only four episodes. Probably. Come on. So take like, your time. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, and next week we're going to be celebrating your birthday. Ah, look at that. You. I was about to try to go as high as you. And I was like, let me stop. Okay. You didn't have your morning coffee, your tea. Mm, your... Listen, no. I'm, I'm real low. Me. I'm down in the basement right now, so. No, let's, that wasn't your note. That was not no. It's Here's not, what we're not going to do. Here's what we're not going to do. Who you're not going to become. Who you're not going to become. That's what you're oh not God, going what, to do. What you mean? Mm-mm. I'm good for that. When I just saying, I'll be like. Mm-mm. That wasn't the note they Nobody just gave you. Nobody can see your face. They need to see your face just now. I feel like that wasn't the note they just gave you. Mm-hmm. Now, I might not be able to hit it, but that wasn't the one they gave you either. <laughs> that, not. I might not be able to hit it. You can't be one of those people. <laughs> that was me. I can't. Definitely was me. Anyway. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Let's move. We are, uh, we are getting close to closing out mental health. We are. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to extend it a little bit for next week for Black Queer and Unapologetic. Mm -hmm. And by the way, an apology to our misfits who listen every week. Because last week I informed them that this week would be Black Queer and Unapologetic. But we realized we had our numbers mixed up. We did. We did. But it's okay. Because I think when you listen next week, it's a little bit of a mix up also. But it's fine. Just flow with us and work. and Listen. Mistakes and it happens in life. It happens with Gemini. Yeah. In Gemini season, it gets kind of it gets kind of mixy, so you have to hold on for the ride. 
But there's nothing wrong with continuing a very important conversation. Indeed. Come on. Let's look at you. You found your way around that. Come on. Navigate. Indeed. <laughs> I feel like this is abuse. It's not. not I really feel like this not is Not at all. It's Get, love. Is this, men- this is mental health awareness. Does that exactly. count under abuse? Can, we, can I count that in there? No, because I'm helping you. I'm helping with your mental and your emotional. I keep you laughing. There we go. After, but you make me laugh after you abuse me. Well, you see that as abuse, but our listeners wouldn't. Okay. Right. And we're healing them as we're healing. There we go. They're getting healed from me being abused. No. See, only you see it as abuse, though. It takes time. When you have time to reflect back on it later on, you're going to be like, that wasn't abuse because I was laughing the entire time. There you go. Um, I'm... Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you were laughing and you considered it abuse, then that's a whole new conversation we need to have about why you're laughing during it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> there are layers to this. Okay. I just said okay. Okay. All I'm so do. if I'm abusing, then I apologize. There we go. Well, look at that. Mm-hmm. And I accept. So now, so, now it's, so now it's in your court because now we have to figure out why you laughed. <laughs> I did my part as the abuser to make sure that I'm going to do better Maybe next I'm time. Maybe I'm just used to abuse. So laughing oh. is how I, like we did healing through laughter. Listen, touche. Touche. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't heard that episode, you go back and listen to it. <laughs> Come on, quick plug. Yes. <laughs> but yes, I'm going to do my part to be better because that's the entire purpose. You're not supposed to learn a lesson and uh-huh. then keep doing it. Uh-huh. So there we go. I'm, just uh-huh. like, I'm not going to make you laugh anymore. There we go. Healing through seriousness. Right. It's boring. But okay. okay. <laughs> See how difficult it is to please people? You tell them you're going to be better. <laughs> and then your version of better is boring to them. So. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So on this episode, <laughs> we're going to be talking about mental health from the viewpoint of what it is that we experience ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we've we've spent the last month talking about in a lot of different ways through healing, through the sunken place, all types of things through our body positivity. But today we're going to get uh, a little bit, a little bit more personal with you guys and talk about our own mental health and what it is that we both go through on a day to day basis. Mm-hmm. And in uh, BHW and I having this conversation, I came to an understanding that I didn't even share with him when we were uh, we were off mic, I guess you'd say. Okay. <laughs> uh, which is, I actually battle with anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people that that's not really a thing for me, (coughs) but I guess because it doesn't show up on the same scale that it does for a lot of other people that I know. Yeah. But in the two of us doing research on our phobias, Mm -hmm. I came to find out that these are anxiety disorders that I battle with. But I think it's important to note too, like even when we're listing ours, um, everybody's, it looks different for everybody else. It does. So even like something like bipolar disorder while it's categorically like the definition doesn't change but the way it presents itself in everybody absolutely doesn't change or some people are affected more so by the seasons with that particular disorder than others so yep it's it's everything is a spectrum there's always absolutely different levels to everything absolutely uh so okay so let's start i know that i said i have two and you have three Uh so let's start with you so what's your first one um oh lord (laughs) <laughs> Triophobia. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, like it's phobia of irregular patterns or clusters of small holes or bumps. 
I don't know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. I just know I don't like it. And just, has that been like your whole life? Or Yeah, it's always bothered me. I okay. cannot know. But granted, thankfully for me, it's literally only normally when I see it on people. Okay. And I, you only see it on people normally, like something that's animated or something like specifically for that. Yeah. It's not like a very common thing, thankfully. So something I can, yeah. Yeah. I, um, and the reason why you, you have me sitting here wondering if it's me too, mm-hmm. um, because I'm, I want to explain something to you, but it also ma- almost makes me want to throw up even beginning to say it to you. Okay. So I'm going to fight through to say it. Okay. Um, Ooh, I really may have the exact same phobia. Um, there was an episode of the Simpsons. Mm. Um, and it ends up being an eclipse in the sky. And I know there's a misfit listening who probably has seen this episode before. There's an eclipse in the sky, and you know how they tell you not to look at it. Of mm-hmm. course, Homer being Homer, he looks directly at it. And his eye crusts over. And it's like it's like really bumpy and everything. And I it like when I tell you that it messed me up for a smooth year afterward, like I was really messed up. And even the thought of it. Like you see, it's all these years later, and I'm still bothered just talking about it. <laughs> I think this might be my first time actually verbalizing it. But it really messed me up. And I think a part of it was because the sound went along with it as well. Probably so. So I was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to be able to. Yeah, no, I just Googled it real quick. I don't like that, but that's not, that doesn't bother me to the level of other stuff I've seen. Because like I saw somebody tweet something like I told you a few weeks ago and I was like, uh, well, it was a few months ago now, but I was like, okay, I got to mute you. Right. Because you tweeted it and then you retweeted it. Right. I just really need that to be far yes, like down on your timeline before like I can That's even. not going to work for me. And if they do it again, I'm just going to have to unfollow. They're very nice. I love to follow them. <laughs> I just don't have time in my life. Right. But no. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> so what about, you said you had two, so what's your first one? My first one would be agoraphobia. Okay. And that's a pretty well-known phobia by most people. Um... I always tell people that I'm I'm pretty much the opposite because you know people have claustrophobia. Mm-hmm. I'm the opposite. Like close me in. Like I feel very safe mm-hmm. closed in. Uh, open spaces really mess me up, you know. And I was having a conversation with you offline where I was talking about how the the path that I usually take when I go running. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but a couple of days ago, I'm going up the street, and as I'm going up it gets to a point where for some reason it hits me mm-hmm. that next to me is this like wide highway yeah, and huge trees are across the street. And it's like, I'm just in this open space and I felt very, very vulnerable, mm-hmm. but I had to talk myself down because I was like, you've run up this on more than one occasion. Yeah. Why is it now that it's getting to you? And I brought myself back. Mm-hmm. Um, but it happens, yeah. you know, it, it happens quite often I'll be, I know when I used to live in Baltimore, there's an area called Owings Mills. When I lived in Owings Mills, there's this huge field Mm -hmm. that's up the street from the mall. And I would have to drive past the field to get home. And I would drive past the field and I would like have to keep looking straight the entire time. Because when I would turn to the left and look at the street, I mean, look at the field, it would mess me up. It was (coughs) way too wide and something felt Mm -hmm. very uncomfortable about that, you know? Yeah. Um, so I've always been that way. I've always been very uncomfortable being in very wide open spaces. Yeah. But more often than not, it's when I'm alone, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, when I'm with other people, I feel okay. So. But when I'm in large open spaces, it feels really weird if I'm by myself. Okay. But yeah. So what's your next one? My next one is uh, acrophobia, which is the fear of heights. Mm-hmm. And so actually your example for um, 
Lord. What was it? I mean, the way you just said agoraphobia. Yes. I don't, I want to call it something else. I don't know why. <laughs> but no, when you were saying like you, um, driving past that field. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I've been riding planes for like a long time in my life. Um, but lately, like the past few years, it's like worse and worse each time I get onto a plane mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, if I'm not asleep by the time the plane takes off. So that means I got to get on like, be like sleep like right. this. Then I have to wait until we're in the air. I cannot, I can't be like sitting back yeah. while the plane is taking off. I have to be leaning forward. Interesting. That bothers me to no end. I can't do that. Um, Excuse me. Um, And so also like you were saying, because back home in Illinois, you um drive over a bridge to cross from um, Illinois to Missouri, mm-hmm. like St. Louis, that area, because the Mississippi River is there. Right. But those are very tall bridges. So normally I would like kind of close my eyes, look straight ahead. But now yeah. that I drive, I'm like, okay, yeah, let me just focus literally on the road. Right. So I get over but I hate even on the highway, like large, like turns on the highways are large. Um, I don't know what you call them, like the connectors and everything. Right. I normally really, really hate those. Mm-hmm. So some are significantly higher than others. So I'm like, let me just please get over this, right? So I can get to my destination because that's why I don't ride, ride roller coasters. So like amusement parks and stuff, I just okay. don't go. I'm just so friends are like, where we're going? Well, y'all have amazing time, right? <laughs> like I'm not gonna feel like I'm left out or anything. Like, yeah, yeah. Have to invite me, I'm not even that. Absolutely. Like, we went to Six Flags yesterday. Did you have a good time? Did you, like, did you enjoy yourself? Right. Oh, that's yeah. good. Tell me all about it. Right. Or if y'all want to call me when y'all leave. Right. I'll meet y'all where y'all are. Exactly. We can hang out. Because I'm, I'm not going. Because right. I because I don't want to pay. I think we talked about this before. I don't want to pay money to go to the amusement park and then not get on any ride. Right. And I I'm love, sitting there holding y'all bags while y'all. Because I'm not going to do that either. Because <laughs> I was texting my friend the other day, um, well, literally last night, because he went to, um, he's in Texas. Mm-hmm. And so they went to the amusement park. He was like, oh, I wish you would have came. I was like, well, I'm scared of heights. So I wouldn't have gone. <laughs> But thank you, you know, for inviting. Thank you for like, thinking of me. He was like, "You could have held our bags." I was like, no, "I wouldn't have done that." I, I literally said I would not have gone. I would. Why would I spend money so I can sit again? Because I like funnel cake. I was I about to pay. Say. I don't know. I don't remember how much Six Flags, say. whatever it is, to get in just to get because I because funnel cake is not included in the right. Maybe if it was like you know, I pay this price, not get unlimited funnel cake. Unlimited. I'd be like, oh, okay, I could do that, but I gotta pay to get in. Then I gotta get this one funnel cake. So like, no. we we even created a center for all of you who don't like catching rides. You come to the center with your unlimited funnel cakes, and you enjoy yourself until your friends I are would, done. Listen, and if you want to like punch my ticket or whatever, to be right. like, when I so I gotta check it when I go on the ride. Like, mm-hmm. did you? I did. So they be like, you can't get on. That's fine. That's fine. Because yes. I'm not gonna even go get in the line. Because I really no. So yes. So I avoid heights at all costs. It's normally, of course, difficult when flying. Right. Because I make flying just faster, easier. Mm-hmm. Um, or when I'm driving. Because mm-hmm. there's a movie, that Denzel movie, Flight. Mm-hmm. i to tell you, that messed me up for a minute. Really? <laughs> and I had already, like, had, my fear of heights was already, like... Yeah. Like, being on airplanes was worse. I was like, okay, let me just avoid planes for a smooth, a smooth minute. Absolutely. So, yes. Oh, that's a journey. I can I can't imagine. Like no. planes are so comfortable for me, but I know quite a few people no. who are bothered by it. No. So and thankfully, I've never been on a plane with like heavy, heavy turbulence. Yeah, Whew. I've been in that. That's, it's yeah. gonna be the day. <laughs> that is my last day. <laughs> Woo! So what we're gonna pray about that? You gonna hold hands? And... I'm a. Speak against I'm going to give me a, pres- 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 uh, a prescription. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. To knock you out? <laughs> Listen. Okay. <laughs> or to at least mellow me to where we could be like this and I'm going to be, woo. 
<laughs> well, wait, hold up, because we it's after we later on we gotta talk about our solutions. So <laughs> you're getting into your solutions already. <laughs> okay. So my next one is called megalophobia. Mm-hmm. And it's a fear of large structures or objects. Okay. And I just learned about this because I knew about agoraphobia, but I just learned about what this actual phobia is while you and I were doing our research for this episode. And I have had, and it's interesting because it's always been a combination of that and agoraphobia. They've always presented at the same time with me. Mm -hmm. So I never knew that there was a difference. Mm -hmm. So in doing my research, I found out that megalophobia is like, okay, I personally, <coughs> even in all the years that I lived in New York, I had never gone to the Statue of Liberty. Mm. And I didn't go to it because of my megalophobia. However, it kind of shows up in the exact same way as agoraphobia, yeah. where if I'm with other people, it would be different. So I had hit up Brandon. I had went exploring in the city one day. And I was, da- this is the, in the downtown area. So I'm around some buildings and I walk over. I have this huge attraction to water. I don't know if it's a Scorpio in me or what. But I walk over to this fountain because I want to like create an, an IG story for it. So as I'm recording, I'm not paying attention to these statues that are ahead of me. Mm-hmm. When I look up, like literally, I pause and I start to sweat. Mm-hmm. And I get really uncomfortable because I realize how close I am to the statues. And I'm looking at them and it's hard to explain to somebody who doesn't have this phobia but I'm looking at them and there's something terrifying about them. Yeah. It's just they're they're too big. And then I begin, because of course, my, my whole thing is is that I always tell people my, my biggest fear is having fears. I don't like fearing things. Mm-hmm. So I have to always pull myself back and figure out what the problem is. Yeah. So I pull myself back. And like I told Brandon at the time, what I ended up realizing was that it's always about me being alone. I envisioned two or three people sitting down there by the statues and immediately it took the fear away. Now, of course, it came back again because I was there by myself. Yeah. But all I kept thinking to myself is it's interesting how if other people are around, Mm -hmm. I'm fine. So I also had joked when I told Brandon that I when I was telling one of my friends about all of the monuments in D.C., that there are certain monuments (laughs) that I actually get really uncomfortable around. Yeah. And. One of them has never been Martin Luther King. Whenever I go around his statue, I'm perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. So one of my friends was like, maybe you're a racist. <laughs> you feel comfortable around the black statue. They might be on something. But around know. all the other statues. <laughs> and I was like, that's not fair. Because with Abraham Lincoln, I'm ne- I never feel that way when I go around him. But he's also encased in this building, mm-hmm. you know. No, is it? Not to cut you off, but is yeah. it statues of people or like just structures itself? And or? see, that's interesting because when I go around the Washington Monument, I never feel that way. Mm-hmm. I never feel that way around the Washington Monument, which you would assume that is that's not only a huge open space, but also a statue. Yeah. However, I'm always with people because I literally just envisioned in my mind walking up to that monument by myself at night and I would probably pass out. So, yeah, no. <laughs> I can see that. But I've never walked up to that monument alone. So I think that's the reason why I've never felt uncomfortable. It's something about, I could actually, I could do the Washington Monument in the middle of the day, but that's because it's constantly surrounded by other people. Constantly. Constantly. <laughs> so at night, I couldn't go around to any of them. I don't think I could even do MLK at night. Hmm. But, is it, cause, but could you do then statue? Because I mean, if I like statue, it was always has a bunch of people too. 
What statue? The Statue of Liberty. I'm sorry. Oh, well, see, if it was a... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even seeing it from a distance bothers me, okay. though. Well, then never mind. Like, seeing it from a distance makes me really uncomfortable. Okay. But if we got there, ooh, I would need people around me. I'm just thinking of looking up at it. Oh, that would make me so uncomfortable. Because <laughs> you don't want to go because the statue itself. I don't want to go because people like, because you can go up, right? Yeah. I'm scared of heights. So what am I? Right. And <laughs> see, once I'm inside her, I'd be perfectly fine. Because you know, like the Arch of St. Louis, I've never been up. Really? Yeah. I would love that. You enjoy. You enjoy? <laughs> but see, I would have to be able to get past the fact that it's a huge structure in front of me. Well, no, but because the way that works is you go, um, well, I guess probably similar to the statues, you go inside. So you kind of go under it, and mm-hmm. then the elevator takes you up from inside. So it's like a gift shop <clears throat> underground. But I have to kinda. walk up to it, though. You got to walk up to the arch, right? I can't remember how you get in, so let me not lie to you. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's not like a block away you go inside. I mean, well, no, 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 but. Right. So I'm like, I got to walk towards it. I'm like, okay. <clears throat> <laughs> There's a lot <laughs> happening right now. <laughs> and so what's your third? My third one, uh, it's a little deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, depression. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe major depression. I'm not certain. But it was uh, the definition is kind of like, it's a period of two weeks or longer during which there is either depressed mood or loss of interest or pleasure and at least four other symptoms that reflect a change in functioning, such as problems with sleep, eating, energy, concentration, self-image, or recurring thoughts of death or suicide. Mm-hmm. So I definitely have had um, periods of that. Thankfully, not um, a lot of right. those. But I definitely, there was a time, uh, maybe what, three years ago now, where I um, was in my first apartment and it was just days. I just was like in the bed. Yeah. It was just days. It was, it was just really a struggle. Wasn't talking to people. Um, so like wasn't really on my phone or social media for real or just avoiding the world. Yeah. And so it definitely was a uh, a struggle, most deaf. So yeah. I don't know how to Absolutely. Is if you don't mind me asking if it's not too personal, is it still something that you uh battle with today? Yeah, but now um it's it's not nowhere near as strong as it was then. Mm-hmm. Cause then like I was saying, it was like like days, weeks right. in the house kind of a thing, or like leaving only to get food, something yeah. like that. So now it might have I might have like a really, really down day. Right. But it thankfully has not been to that level yet. Absolutely. And even with that, I felt like there was maybe a build up before I got there. Mm-hmm. And then I've kind of leveled out now for the most part. Right. So, so yeah. Well, I've um I've battled with depression too, but and we've already recorded next week's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll hold off on talking about that only because I go into it yeah. deeply on the next episode. Uh, but yeah, depression's real. Mm-hmm. Depression's very, very real. And it half the battle is acknowledging and understanding that you have it. Mm-hmm. The next half of the battle is actually fighting it. Exactly. And it's important to know the two because some people don't realize it's happening. Exactly. Because that's how depression shows up, you know. It shows like you were saying you'll be in bed. Yeah. You know, and it's like you won't realize it's depression because you're just thinking to yourself, I don't feel like going anywhere. Yeah. I'm just going to chill. I'm going to watch TV, exactly. you know. And you don't realize what's happening and you become comfortable in it. Depression will make you real comfortable. Listen. Yeah. Listen. I think that's <laughs> the thing too. Like I was saying it's uh, that's just my story. Again, it looks different for everybody. Absolutely, and and not to. I think it's very easy too to confuse like having a bad day, like right. you're saying, with being depressed. Yep. I think because we all have bad days. Absolutely, like, mm-hmm. a bad day is normal. You you should have a bad day. Right. Not wishing that on anybody. Absolutely. But life happens. It happens. Right. And so, but when you like, again, I do think there's a difference between like a little funk. 
yes. and a depression. Yeah, like you can have like a this was a rough week. Right. But if it's like okay, this was like it, it just feels a whole other level. It of, does. It does. Like you can't move, kind of a thing. Yeah, like you can't. Yeah, the you, idea you of feel, leaving out. Yeah, is you just, don't feel in control. Right. Like with the funk, you're kind of like I don't feel like doing this, but let me go do whatever. Right. Whatever. Depression is a whole nother. Yeah. Listen. Up in that bedroom eating my pizza. I don't want to be bothered by nobody. I don't have a reason to answer my phone. Just leave me alone. Exactly. Netflix is my only friend right now. Listen, exactly. it's very real. So it's like for some people like a bad breakup on steroids. Mm. I've never experienced, but but as you said, it's different for each person. It is. So yes. But I feel like that's the probably the most thing most folks could relate could to. Could relate to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I've never. But again, but even with a bad breakup, that's different. Some people all they do is sleep and eat. Some people can't eat, can't sleep. Again, just on steroids. Oh, it's some, depression. Some of us keep it pumping. <laughs> Everybody ain't able right now. Yeah, this is true. This is true. <laughs> and this is a healing space. So I'm sending out love. <laughs> love and light because it's real. It's real. We need to do an episode on that. On? Uh, healing through relationships. Come on. I'm going to miss that one. But okay. <laughs> I can't contribute much. But I got you. Healing through dating does that does that work? That's not gonna work for I you either. Add a little bit more to that oh, one. Boy. Okay. Okay. Child. Okay. So we gonna go ahead and get to this commercial. <laughs> I'm not dealing with him. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Peace Misfits, before we get into our next segment, I wanted to introduce you guys to one of our new sponsors, Us Helping Us. Us Helping Us is one of the largest black-owned and operated community-based organizations in D.C. and Maryland, striving to offer comprehensive care to the DMV and beyond since 1988. UHU offers free and confidential HIV and STI screenings. This includes gonorrhea, chlamydia, and hepatitis C. Case management for HIV positive as well as HIV negative individuals. Mental health services. Workshops on sexual health. Power dynamics and risk reduction. A stocked food pantry. Linkage to PrEP and PEP. A host of support groups for the LGBTQ community as well as heterosexual individuals and many other services. For more information, please visit the website uhupil.org. has tons of information to offer all the upcoming events, office hours, and addresses of both locations. You can find the portal there to sign up for workshops, to ask questions you may have about the schedule, and for the testing appointments. You can also like and walk with them on social media and by going to their website as well. And us helping else? We meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. So, yeah, we wanted to close this out by, of course, discussing how we work on ourselves day to day, you know, because it's one thing to talk about whatever it is you're battling with, but it's important to also seek solutions. You don't want to just lay to just exist in whatever it is that's Breaking you down, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so we just wanted to really quickly, before we get into the good news, just kind of give you a brief brief idea of what our journeys are like or what it is that we're doing to heal. Mm-hmm. So what about you? Um, do we do all three together or are you going to go back and forth again? Um, you can do all three together. Yeah. Okay. 
So, um, for triophobia, like I was saying, then I like stopped myself. I was like, oh yeah, we're doing to do it afterwards. <laughs> so, <laughs> thankfully, because it really only bothers me. For some people, it's fruit. For others, it's like might just be seeing the circles or the shapes or whatever. I Me, mean, it normally is only on people, seeing, mm-hmm. and again, normally on like their faces. That's what I've seen. Right. But I've also only seen it or normally seen it animated. So. It thankfully doesn't happen often. I don't have to. It's not that I have to battle day to day because I don't encounter it right. often. So it's not like I'm just like walking or like like because like for yours or something that just kind of like finds you kind of. Yeah. <clears throat> this thankfully isn't one of those. Um, but when I do see it, I just kind of immediately close away whatever it is or like look away or if it's on TV, change the channel or whatever. And right. then now, granted, the image stays in my head for a good like two to three weeks. Cause right. This imagination, child. True. <laughs> the struggle. But, and so with that, when the image sometimes is stuck in my head, I have to, um, so I like keep the TV on or something like that'll really distract me, like before bed. Cause then my, the images will really be there when I'm about to go to sleep. And I'm like, let me keep something on that's gonna really distract me enough to where I'm like more so focusing on that, right. like thinking right. or like visualizing certain things. Um, with uh, acrophobia, the fear of heights. Mm-hmm. Um, goodness, it bothers me the most on planes. And so, like I was saying, at some point I need to get like a a prescription for like anxiety meds or something or, but before I do that, what I've been doing mainly is really trying to go to sleep as soon as I get on the plane. Right. And so if not, then I'll go to sleep um, normally when I get into the air. Okay. Although, but normally, strangely enough, when I get into the air, as long as there's no turbulence, then I'm fine. Okay. I just don't look out the window. Okay. I can look out the window... As we're landing, but not you know how sometimes planes do like the little mm-hmm. sideways thing. It's got to be after that, so it's like literally like the last minute. Like, <laughs> I can when we start coming down from the clouds, I'm like, I can look, then I feel we're gonna do this. Okay, right. But I can't even close my eyes. I just have to like literally look that straight ahead. Because so I feel like I close my eyes, I feel like we really are upside down. Wow. <laughs> so no, like, because even like take off my when I'm. Uh, when I when I said I can't lean back, but I don't close my eyes with that either. I just have to lean forward. I'm just kind of like looking down or like looking at my hands or something. I right. just can't. This imagination. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. Um, and then with uh depression, I really honestly don't know how I came out of it. I don't know if it was just um like I finally got to the point where I realized okay something is wrong, and I was like really praying really hard. Or if it finally got to the point where I was kind of like forcing myself to do certain things. Because mm-hmm. even when I was going through it or coming out of it, I still didn't really talk to people for real about it. Right. Um, I do think, because it kind of happened right before I moved to Houston. Mm-hmm. So I do think that the move helped. Um, just kind of like a change of scenery and kind of getting busy doing other things. Acclimated right. to a new city or whatever. Um, I think also maybe just the sheer, um, the length of it. Kind of was, I think my body was maybe like, okay, this has been like three, four months. Like, right. In and out kind of a thing, like okay, like this is enough. Like, yeah, you're good now. So, but not to say that, because um, I do think that there were certain issues that led to it. Mm-hmm. So, not to say that those issues were automatically resolved or fixed, but kind right. of like realizing, okay, maybe this kind of contributed. Absolutely. So, let me start to address those things. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So I, I guess I going off of you talking about depression mm-hmm. with my depression again. Make sure you listen to Black Crit and Apologetic um, because that was my third one, like with Brandon. Uh, but since we already recorded it and I went into it. Um, but definitely listen to that because mm-hmm. there are definitely different ways of battling depression. Mm-hmm. And I talk about two different ways that I battle it on that episode. Um, so for me, it's kind of hand in hand when it comes to agoraphobia and megalophobia. 
uh, which is learning to just and and again, as Brandon has so thoughtfully made sure to keep saying, we all operate in different ways when it comes to our mental health. You know, mm-hmm. um, so our solutions may not necessarily be yours, uh, but we're coming to you all so that you can, you know, we're being transparent that we've been doing all of these episodes, but it's also a journey we're on just like you guys are. So please listen to our stories and know that this isn't, you know, judgment or us telling you this is the way to do it. But with me, it's just been a thing of having to have mind over matter um, and being very heavy with my mind. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with me, I just put myself in situations where I stand there like with the statues. Yeah. I stood there and I knew that I couldn't walk up to it just yet. Mm -hmm. But I said to myself, you will do this. Yeah. Like I said, I have a thing of conquering fears. So the next time I go back to that area, I'm going to walk up to the statues. Come on. It's as simple as that. It's like, listen, you have to allow, you can't let it own you, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that's how I get past it. Um, it's happened with me a few times when it comes to open spaces. With open spaces, I'll just put myself in it. So that's how I know that my megalophobia is actually deeper than my agoraphobia. Mm-hmm. Because the statues, it's very hard for me to walk up to them. Yeah. But open spaces, I'll put myself in. Like when I was walking up the street, when I went for my run. It's like, okay, be real with yourself. You're totally okay. It's something about open spaces where, like, the definition tells you, you don't feel safe. Yeah. And I feel very vulnerable, you know? But I just say to myself, you're out here. Everything's fine. You've run this lots of times. Mm -hmm. Don't allow this to scare you. Yeah. So it's pretty much a thing of talking to myself, kind of a meditation. Yeah. You know? Um, So, and then, so I guess that's with the agoraphobia. With the agoraphobia, it's putting myself in those spaces and kind of meditating in it. You know, walking meditation. Uh, with megalophobia, it's a thing of I literally have to walk up to these things. Mm-hmm. You know, um, walk up to the Washington Monument and actually touch it. Yeah. And tell <clears throat> tell myself, which I actually did before. Now, I was with other people, but I still forced myself to walk up to it and touch it. Yeah. Because there was something about touching it that took a lot of the fear away. And I was like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> Um, I don't know where <laughs> Statue of Liberty, I feel like, is going to be one of the biggest challenges I've had so far. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, I almost feel like, because I want to go to the Taj Mahal, that's on my bucket list, and the pyramids, Jesus, that's going to be the challenge of life, the pyramids. I don't know how I'm going to do that. And the Sphinx, <laughs> Ooh, I'm feeling kind of way just talking about it, <laughs> but, but it again, has I think to cause you, Again, because you really want to go, and you really want to see them up close and personal, so I think... I'm hoping at least yeah. that will kind of supersede the fear that you do have. Absolutely. Because I'm like, well, I can't just come here every day. So let right. me get that over with. Right. Or if I just got to suck it up and be scared the whole time. Yes. Take this picture. Take <laughs> and then... Indeed. Indeed. Okay. So with that, we can go ahead and flow into good news. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ow, 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 ow. Did you want to go first? I'll go first. Okay. I'll go first. <laughs> I, I, you know I believe in consistency. So every time we come into good news, you always do what you just did. So now that I realize, I'm about to start getting on you if you don't do it again. What? That you ow, ow, ow. Oh, you do, do that really? every good news. <laughs> you got to be excited about the good news. You do. You d- do. <laughs> Very fact, much. I've told you I'm like that. They're like, um... Because I told you, uh, sometimes I'll see people's tweets again. Like, they retweet them from months ago. Mm-hmm. And I'll go to respond. And then, mm-hmm. it's, it's this, I said the same thing four months ago. So, I was genuine. Like, this is literally my reaction. I don't, right. I'm I not faking like, it. Listen, you're not faking it. I've, had, I've laughed off of that with you. I'm like, yeah. 
It's real. No one can say those those feelings are real. He came back four months later. I was about to say literally verbatim the exact same thing. I'm like, okay. Okay. Verbatim. Listen. I'll be like, damn. <laughs> like, because it shows you your tweet first if you responded. So I'll be mm-hmm. like, oh. oh. <laughs> I'll like it this time. All right. And I'll just keep scrolling. Or I'll retweet it if yes. I didn't before. Yeah. <laughs> So, for my good news, I wanted to take an opportunity to thank all of the participants from the My Body Positive campaign that we started with the love movement that was based off of the Healing Space podcast. Look how all of it comes together. We talked about this on last week's episode where we decided we wanted to do a campaign Mm -hmm. because we got really good feedback from the My Body Positive. So, I was like, okay, we're going to go ahead and make this a thing you feel me yeah i feel you yeah so we did that and i went out to everybody and i let them know because of of course you know what i was talking about it last week it was just an idea that i wanted to put out there Mm -hmm. because the whole idea of uh, body positivity was something that i felt like we need to go further with Mm -hmm. but the response to it was so amazing and you know so Brandon and I went out to certain people because people who we felt like would have a good story to tell. Mm -hmm. And the beauty of it was they came back with such amazing stories. Talking about all different things, you know, about weight, about different body, body parts that they felt like needed to be enhanced or uh, what's the opposite of enhanced? I don't want to say reduced, but. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, because if you get a brush reduction. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Listen, I had a moment. Um, but. I was like, I feel like it's not all inclusive, right? But, you know, yeah, lessened, lessened, okay, altered. Come on, oh my god, let me come leave on, thesaurus. Yeah. I'll leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so <laughs> I wanted to take this opportunity to thank this the particular misfits who were brave enough to tell their stories. Yes, we speak Beautiful your name. stories. We yes, we speak your come name. <laughs> so. Gary DeAndre, Will Wonka Brown, Amashandra, Nicole Queen, Devontae Dixon, Shakira McNeil, Nicole Bastfield, Clyde Hampton Jr., Jasmine Wilcox, Deshaun Gordon King, Bryson Mitchell, Tommy C., Latrice Gant, and LaVey Glenn. Yes, we speak your name. <laughs> Come through. They told, not only did they tell really amazing stories, but when I posted, uh, for and I tagged everyone on Facebook when I posted the link, mm-hmm. they started reading them and they actually came back to the thread in that link and talked about how some of them felt like they were alone. Yes. You know? And when they told these stories, reading other people's stories made them feel like they were they felt less alone. So not only were we doing these stories so that you guys could be able to read them and feel healed, Mm -hmm. but they felt healed as well from reading each other's stories. Exactly. I think um, maybe the biggest takeaway, just from Mental Health Awareness Month, Mm -hmm. to slightly tie it all together, but even though we know we're extending it next week. Right. um, It's just to like share your stories or share the things that you're going through with others. Because one, you're not alone, but two... You don't have to do it all alone, or you can't do it all alone. Yeah. Like sometimes, like there's nothing wrong with getting help. Absolutely. Whatever help looks like, healthy help. Mm-hmm. Healthy so, help. Speak. So yes. there's nothing wrong with saying I'm going through X, Y, and Z. Right. And maybe I can't do so and so today. Yeah. Or maybe I'm doing X, Y, and Z. I need help with. Yeah. 
so-and-so. Yeah. And, and you never know how speaking about your journey could help someone else. Exactly. You or know? how... Something, exactly. Or speaking with what you're going through right now, somebody might absolutely to say what they've already gone through. Yes. And you can see how they've made it through. Yep. Come on. Yep. Let's, let's pour into each other. We have so many times online that we, we relate to the negative, you know, Listen. and we feed off of that. Why don't we go on there and allow ourselves, expose that side of you, that insecure side that mm-hmm. leads you to be petty. Or lead you to be nasty, Listen. you know, expose that side so that somebody could be like, you know what? I was going to be scared to do that. So I was operating out of the same messiness mm-hmm. that you were. But because you were brave enough to speak to where that actually comes from, exactly. that makes me want to talk about it too. And then right there, we changed the conversation just in that. <clears throat> because no matter what it is, there is at least one other person who has gone through it. Come on. Is. And even if it's not the exact same situation, there are several others where the situation is close enough yeah. to where they can relate. Yeah. So, okay. Because we, we yes. that, that felt like that should be the end of the episode. But we didn't get to your I good mean, news. We were, I was like, <laughs> on this, let me just. <laughs> well, you closed that out real good just now. <laughs> I didn't want to tell people where to walk with us. I was like, nope, that's good. Right there. <laughs> I can't really quickly. I'm not flashing the one first this time. Dang it. <laughs> I'm like, let me rush through my good news so we can keep you on that high. <laughs> no. Um, since we did our week, didn't do our weekends at the beginning, because mm-hmm. our weekend was kind of together, Sunday. Right. Uh, we did an early birthday celebration um, for me and Mike. Mm-hmm. Mike was on the second Black Women Apologetic yep, episode. he was. Yes. Because um, his birthday was Thursday. I don't remember what date that was. So whatever the last Thursday in May is, or the second to last Thursday. And my birthday is in two weeks, June the 7th. So we did a joint thing. His birthday was the 24th. Hey, man, look at you. <laughs> because uh, Raven won't be in town for my birthday. So I was like, we have to do something for your birthday. Mm-hmm. I was like, I normally don't celebrate, but whatever. <laughs> I'm trying to do better. I've celebrated two years in a row now. Look at me. Mm-hmm. Can't tell you the last won't time. Won't do it? I actually did something. Like, other than like dinner with family. Mm-hmm. I might have been seven, six. It's been a long wow. time. <laughs> a long time. Um, so we went to, uh, out to eat Mm -hmm. and we enjoyed, it was good, fun conversation. And then we went to a club. We supposed to be bar hopping, Mm -hmm. but we just kind of stayed where we were, which was fine Mm because it was also kind of raining on and off. So I wasn't thinking about that. We were in there, but I thought about it beforehand. (laughs) So I was like, we don't really have to bar hop. So maybe because I'd already put that out there in the universe. Right. And that's what ended up happening. He was like, we're just going to make you enjoy this first spot. (laughs) So you ain't even got to move. So, no, I really, really enjoyed it. I was happy. Um, everybody came out. Uh, if I say names, I'm going to forget somebody. Okay. But I'm happy they all came. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed each and every person. <laughs> thank you, uh, everyone. They, thank, they, right? Thank you. <laughs> and they all seem to enjoy themselves. So, I think that's why I can do birthday stuff. I'd be too worried about everybody else. <laughs> that would stress me out. I'd be like, okay, I got to invite this one. And i make sure, okay, at least I invite somebody else because who they're close with. So, that way they can talk to them in case I'm talking to somebody else. And then I got to see. Mm. You see? You see? That air sign life. Y'all Stressful. Y'all heads, boy. Stressful. Don't be like, I'm going to invite these five people. All right. Let's go. See? I would be like, there's <laughs> five people that at least sort of, sort of kind of know each other. Like, no, that would bother me. So, yes. <laughs> I really, really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to my actual birthday. I don't know if I'm going to do anything again that weekend, but we shall see. Mm-hmm. Shall. Sure. We shall. I know what I'm going to put into the universe that I want you to get for your birthday. But anyway, so. Well, you can share that offline. I don't Indeed. Know That's why I was moving into if okay. you want to walk with you. Look at you. You about to mess it up. 
I did a smooth transition into if people want to walk with you. You was about to mess it all up. <laughs> if people want to walk with you on social media, how do they do that? Just call me Otis on Twitter <laughs> and on Instagram. <laughs> okay, so several things. Okay. One, if you want to walk with me on social media, that is Scorpiogi across all platforms. For the healing space, it's thspodcast.com. It is underscore THS podcast on Twitter and THS podcast on Instagram. Now, the other things. If you want to be able to watch our lives, because our lives are officially on YouTube, and yes. we're going to be going live once a month, as you all know. It's always the third Thursday. Ow, ow. Listen, um, <laughs> you can watch that right now because I am going to end up putting it on the Revolution page. But right now, the very first episode of, um, <coughs> of the live on YouTube is Raven ekundayo.com e-k-u-n-d-a-y-o check that out we got great feedback from that yes um also if you want to read all of the stories from the my body positive you would go to we are tlm.com that's we are tlm.com w-e-a-r-e-t-l-m.com getting so tongue-tied right now <laughs> and read those stories and give us some feedback you can comment under Every story you can comment and I'll see it and we'll make sure that we talk about it as well. Quick shout out to Stephanie Chapman. Okay. I want to shout her out because she comments on every single podcast on SoundCloud. All of them. Listen. All of them. So I want to give her a, sp- a particular shout out. She is always in the live. Out. She is. And commenting throughout again. Listen. Listen. We have to get ready to announce our um, Misfit of the Month. We do. And it's kind of tight because between people like Steph and Chris and <laughs> they, they go hard in the paint. We're going to have a time to <laughs> get who the person's going to be. Uh, but yeah. So is there anything else? I think that's it. Come on. Listen. Still Gemini season. Yeah. Ow, 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 Gemini season. Ew. Ew. <laughs> Okay, and for once, I can say with confidence what the next episode is because it was recorded already. You join us next week for Black Queer and Apologetic as he takes us out with. <laughs> oh, we love you guys. You know that. And until next week, namaste. <laughs> <laughs>